Vanessa. And this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast by groomers. No. <laughs> oh, you know what? Fuck it. We're a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. You fucked that one up hard. Oh, I did. And literally, pregnancy brain is a real thing. I'll forget what I'm talking about mid-sentence and be like, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah, pregnancy brain is a, a real thing. Yeah, and it stays with you for life. It yeah. doesn't go away. I mean, in some form or fashion, yeah. yeah it's not as but extreme, but no. Still. I mean, I was like running red lights because I'm thinking that they were green. I think you did that pre-pregnancy. I did. So. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was a little scarier when I was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because now you're just not only going to murder yourself, <laughs> you have a, something inside you. I haven't ran a red light in a long time. Or That's a stop good. sign. Yeah. That's I'm really very good. conscientious of those things. <laughs> you try really hard while Speeding you're Speeding is different. All right. So, yeah. How was your week? It was... Um, <laughs> this is going to be the most awkward episode ever. <laughs> No, it's not. And you know that. <laughs> Let's be honest. Ugh, Could we? Me. Can anybody explain to me what chuggy is? I have never even heard that term. Okay, it's a new term, right? Is it like a derogatory term? Well, I think it's racist. Intended, no, it's not supposed to, I don't know. I don't think it's supposed to be racist. I think it's supposed to um, represent millennials. But what? like But like millennials, because we're old now, right? Okay. I know. So... But like, who our have, rock is called Dad Rock now. Yeah, I know. And Blink One Eighty Two falls in line with Dad Rock. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. But yeah, I guess like all of those like that that certain millennial aesthetic of like the basic bitch millennial aesthetic, but like the millennial basic bitch is, I don't know. I don't know. I want to know what it means because I'm on TikTok and I like following trends on tiktok except for the dances because i don't do them but you know what i mean so i want to yeah. know what that means where were we going off like what do you mean i asked you how. oh because i wanted to say we're cringy but i was gonna flat out say chuggy and i don't know what chuggy is so i don't want to say it oh watch it's like some horrible term oh my god if it is i apologize wholeheartedly <laughs> i've never seen a tiktok say the i'm asking chuggy. questions so forgive me if it's really bad yeah i've never i've never heard it. i'm on native american tiktok right now and trailer trash TikTok. I know. I don't understand what you're... <laughs> I mean, I kind of do, but like... Well, yeah, because I'm trash. So I know. So it makes sense. Oh, and then I'm on, like, death TikTok, where, like, just crazy... Short, sh- like, um, close calls or, like... Yeah, yeah. Like close calls TikTok. Chuggy. It just says on Urban Dictionary, Chuggy is a universal greeting for hello. Goodbye and cheers. But that was from October of 2007, so it could be not that. Yeah, because words change now. Okay, so. But whatever. Moving so, on. How was your week? Um. Okay, so I have this weird lady, right? Okay. And when I mean my weird, I just mean <sighs> she popped up on my radar a long time ago, probably like a month ago. Uh-huh. And basically, she's somewhere in Summerlin, and she has... She drives far. Yeah. So, she's somewhere in Summerlin, and she has, like, this really mini doodle. Like, it's a real, like, a mini, it's a little poodle, but it's a doodle. 
Okay. But it's a poodle. Yeah, it's so it's just... It's like 11 pounder. So yeah. anyway, it had its first puppy cut. Okay, so chuggy is TikTok's viral new word that is similar to basic. Okay, see? Yeah. We're, we're not that. We we're are cringy. Basic. We're cringy, but we're not basic. Okay. <clears throat> so anyway, sh- about a month ago, she emailed us, called us, texted us. All this information, how she went to the salon, and how she was so upset with the way her dog looked afterwards. A different salon. Yes, a different salon. Okay. A way her dog, somewhere in Summerlin. Um, and I didn't, I was like, okay, you know, it happens. I didn't yeah. really think too much into it. So she sent me the picture the day after, or the day of, that she got the haircut. Mm-hmm. So the dog is in the car, fresh out of the cut, and she asked if I could fix the haircut. No. It was a puppy cut. That was the puppy's first haircut. Yeah. You know what they did? They cleaned the eyes and shaped the face. It looked like a puppy cut. Yeah. There was nothing. They didn't change anything. She showed me the before. She showed me the after. They cleaned up the face. But she said that she looked at the dog and she was like, it's a completely different dog. So I kind of just dismissed her and I was like, no, I can't fix that haircut. Yeah. It's not even a haircut, one, like a real haircut. And two, there's nothing wrong with it. You know? Doodle maybe, owners are so fucking crazy. Right? So I'm like thinking, oh, well, maybe they took too much hair. It, it looked like they used like a blade um, on the eye corners. And yeah. with my doodles, I don't use a blade. I use thinning shears. Yeah, same. So it just leaves a little extra hair. <clears throat> um, Gives it more of a rustic look. Yeah. Than a clean cut look. Yeah. If that's what you want to call it. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, um, and so she's like, okay, well, I guess I'll, I'll come to you guys in like a month. I just c- completely dismissed it. Cause I was Cause like. Cause you wouldn't have been able to do anything. No, the dog was fine. It was adorable. It was a puppy cut. Come on now. Whoever did that dog did a really good puppy cut. Yeah. And they didn't stress about it dog was decent it was she wasn't the best but she was okay so then i gave the dog the first like haircut haircut uh-huh um let me backtrack she comes in and we have like a consultation and she explains to me what she wants and i told her um i mean but she didn't she was like this is all new to me and i'm like okay obviously because you freaked out over a puppy's first haircut exactly and i and i told her puppy trim yeah and i told her well this is a second haircut i can see if she's okay with the puppy trim and then i'll go forward from there with the full haircut Mm -hmm. and i did my standard doodle cut half off the body scissor up the legs and leave the head natural because she likes texture and most of my doodle owners like texture and she didn't want she showed me pictures of full doodles like full like 50 to 60 pound doodles her dog's 11 pounds right at eight months or six months mm-hmm. um she showed me pictures of like the fuller bigger doodles who have the fuller bigger hair she has a curly coated doodle his like very- tight curls or like no, the wavy it's it's like the wavy but kinky wavy like the golden doodles it's soft it's fine but it's textured enough to where it's not matted do you know what i'm saying doodle coats are awful yeah, they're all different. They're all different. But her coat type isn't, like, coarse enough to be, like, standing up. It has enough weight to where it falls down, and it, it gives that shaggy look pretty quickly. Okay. But it has enough kink and curl to where it's not, 
like fuzzy and clumps up together into a mat. It's more like just like yeah. texture. So she is a good amount of coarse coat in there. Yeah. It's soft, but I just want to say textured. I don't think she's coarse because she's still pretty soft. Um, so, yeah. But she's not coarse enough to where the hair is going to stick up. And she was showing me a face of where it's kind of shaped where it's a little fluffier. Yeah. It's more of a poodly coat that she was looking at instead yes. of her. Yes. And she's like, can you do that? And no. I'm like, um, well, it's a puppy coat and what's underneath is different completely different yeah i fucking hate doodles guys completely different so her body was easier to shape and scissor because i got rid of a good portion of the puppy coat but the top of her head she wanted it long and natural but she wanted it to stand up well and she didn't want a bang this woman was very confusing she didn't want like a bang and I'm like, okay, I, I won't do a bang. I'll just kind of fluff it back and then shape it back from, th- th- you know, whatever. But she's like, oh, it kind of just, like, parts funky in the middle. I'm like, well, okay, well, that's what it does. Yeah. I don't think doodle owners actually see what kind of coat their dogs have. No. No. Ooh, she's hurting. Yeah, she's sore. <laughs> she, like, struggled getting up on the couch. Vanessa's dog has been, like, running amok since I've been here, and now she's quiet and calm. Yeah. So, anyway, I've had a bunch of puppies this week, and they were all ridiculous. All of them. If not the owners, the dogs were. So, that one was just, like, a really... I don't know if she'll ever come back to me again. I didn't follow up with her or anything. (laughs) Yeah. Because I did her dog. I was busy that day. She was my third poodle or my third puppy that day. Uh Uh-huh. And she was a doodle, and then I had a doodle in the beginning. So then, anyway, my dog after, right after her, was this Briar Yorkie puppy. I think it's Brior. I know. I think of Briar Rose. (laughs) I love Bior's. I do, too. This one was a nightmare, and he was matted, and he Uh was really tiny. He was only 12 weeks. And I couldn't put clippers to him, so I brushed him out as best as I could, and I got all the tangles out, and she wanted a full-on haircut. And the, like, sensitive areas were his, like, butt and, like, his tail. So the dog came out so fucking cute because I couldn't do a full haircut on the body. Uh-huh. I wasn't even going to try. The dog was nuts. I got the corners clean and the tip of the ears cleaned. Uh-huh. But the, the skin on his tail was so thin and his tail's so bony. I didn't want to, like, brush that out. Yeah. So I just shaved the base of his tail, but I shaved a good chunk. Good chunk. And then I had to shave his back end because that was all chunky that wasn't coming out. So he had enough hair to hide it. So you just see this little fluff, multicolored fluff with a palm tail. And he (laughs) had a pretty long tail. It was really cute. And I shaped up the face as best as I could, but he was a fucking nightmare. They can be. And mom had, like, cut, like, pieces off. And I was like, I'll try to even it all out. And I was like, nope, not going to happen. Okay. She's like, you sure? I'm like, nope. <laughs> no. Nope. You need to work with your dog at home. <laughs> your dog hates the brush. Hates everything. This is what I, I brushed it out. I combed it out. I shaved what I needed to shave out. You, you got to yeah. do the rest. I just don't understand how people get pets and don't do research. And, like, don't do any amount of training. Yeah. And it's, like, we're in the age of 
free education where you can literally go online and find videos. There's like a million and one YouTube videos. You can yeah. go on Facebook posts of how to's and just everywhere. Yeah. Learn how to brush your dog, how to train your dog. Like why why get a dog if you don't want to? Yeah. So then I got a so then I got another doodle puppy and it was 5 months. Mom did an amazing job with brushing out the dog. There was no tangles. 5 months full coated. Uh-huh. And um he was just old too old to be groomed. I got a full groom done on him, but he was kind of like... She waited too long. She waited too long, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I just wanted to wait till she was... Fu- or he was fully vaccinated. And then she complained because I quicked the nail. And I'm like... Do you tell them? No. I didn't even know I quicked the nail. Oh. I guess it started bleeding at home. Oh. To me, that's not my problem. And he probably didn't quick the nail, but maybe went and walked on rocks... And then just... I don't say anything. I don't even, like... I'm like, oh, come in and I'll just file it. Or you just tell them to put some cornstarch on it. I don't say anything. They're not going to do anything. Well, then why fucking call? I didn't call. I just text her, like, hey, come in, I'll smooth it out. It'll... It doesn't do anything, but it's just like, Yeah, hey. but if it's quick... Smoothing the nail out is gonna make it worse. No, I just smooth the outside. I pretend like I do something so it satisfies their, like, if they feel like I did their dog wrong, like it's the end of the world. Oh, I would have just told her, be like, oh, you know, sometimes like we do get a little like I would. This is how I would approach that situation. Like, oh, you know, they didn't leave with the quick nail, but you do have to, you know, get a little close to the quick to help the nail recede. So walking on rocks or gravel or concrete can open up the quick a little bit. And so just put some cornstarch on it. Yeah. And then usually people are like, oh, okay. And they don't have a problem with it. Yeah. So it's like if you want your nails to get shorter, then you have to expose the quick for the quick to shrivel up and fall off. Didn't we talk about that last time, like, how you had a dog that they literally quicked every single nail every single time? Yeah. And I've heard of that before. Yeah. It was in Hawaii. She, when they lived, and the, I I mean, I would never purposely quick a nail. I never purposely quick. you don't quick. have to quick the nail for the nails to proceed. I 100% believe you have to quick the nail, but I'm not going to do it. You don't. You, you can actually totally, don't have can, to quick a nail for the nails to recede. What you do is you round out the nail so that the quick is exposed. And that there is a little bit of the quick exposed, but it is not bleeding. Because you can do this without having the nails bleed. And what happens is that quick dries up, shrivels, and falls off. And usually it happens within like a day or so. And so then the more often you do that and expose the, the quick of the nail without having it bleed, it will recede. You don't have to quick nails for the nails to recede. Yeah. Because I have two-week clients that that's what I do when their nails get short. They're coming out every two weeks. Mm-hmm. That too. But you're yeah. exposing the quick. And I saw this years ago on a vet YouTube video. And she explained how to properly clip nails to have them recede and she's like just expose the quick you're not actually chopping the quick 
I get it, like, back in the day, maybe when all they had was nail clippers. Well, like, I can see that happening, but I wouldn't want to do that. Do what? My dog is sedated. Just chop her nails off. She's not going to feel it. Yeah, there's that, too. And then they cauterize it. Mm Mm-hmm. They wake up, like, with their feet sore, but... They're already sore all over. Yeah, that's what the pain meds are for. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so, there's that. Yeah. Anyway, it was just kind of like a puppy all over week. Yeah. Yeah. Things are changing at my work a little bit, (sighs) kind of like... Things are up in the air and stuff. I can't talk about it right now. It's nothing bad. It's nothing stressful on me either. Your boss irritates me. <laughs> I don't even work there and I get so worked up. Yeah. Whenever I hear anything. But my couple weeks, some parts were, um... I'm, like, just reading what you wrote down. I was about to shout. <laughs> yeah, my week, couple weeks were interesting. Um, there was a couple things that, like, kind of stood out. Um, so a lot of my clients are, like, super excited about the pregnancy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I have one client, and she's, she just turned 40, and, like, we always chit-chat, you know, afterwards. She's been a client of mine for 12 years. Wow. Yeah. And, um... she still have the same dog? No. The one passed, and then she got two dogs... Um, with her husband a couple years ago and she tracked me down and um, I did them once at maybe a couple times um, at the old shop that we worked at and then when I went mobile she obviously followed me yeah if you guys hear me heavy breathing it's because I literally can't breathe if you guys hear me heavy breathing it's because I'm full (laughs) (laughs) Um, but so then she followed me and like We've kind of had a fertility journey kind of together. So, like, when... She's the one who kept doing, like, like a couple rounds of IVF? Um, this is a different client. Oh, okay. Um, so... Um, what was I saying? She had a fertility journey with you. Oh, yeah. She kind of had a fertility journey in the beginning of my business. And then they stopped. And she took a break. Mm-hmm. And then I started mine. But anyways... So, we chat for, like, 30, 40 minutes after I groom her dog. And so, her husband had just, like, finished working 60 hours that week. And he just got home that night, the night before. And so, he was sleeping in, right? Mm -hmm. Because usually he's up. And it's, like, 11, 11.30. And he's just waking up. And they have a one story, so it's not, like he's coming down the stairs so the way I'm standing is I'm facing their kitchen talking Mm -hmm. to her and their bedroom is to the right of me and their hallway is right you know kind of on the other side of their living room Uh so their hallway enters the living room from their bedroom and I hear footsteps so I'm like okay well I didn't, I start talking, right? Kind of a little bit louder so he knows that I'm there. But he was so in his sleep still that he didn't hear me until last minute. And I just, I don't know, something in my gut told me just keep looking forward. And like, so I kept looking forward and she started looking at the hallway and she could see him at her angle. I could not. Yeah. And she was like, oh my God. She's like, um, Vanessa's in here. <laughs> and... I'm like, is he naked? (laughs) 
like as a joke and she's like yeah <laughs> he was naked and I was like oh my god I'm like I didn't see anything I swear and which I did and I didn't see like anything like I saw skin you know what I mean like because he turned around really quickly from my peripheral yeah but I didn't full-on see skin and so it was just like dying laughing and he comes out right and he's fully clothed and he comes in the kitchen and he's just like snacking on bacon and we're just like kind of still laughing about the whole situation and I was like look it's not the first penis I'd ever see but it would be my first work penis that I would have seen. <laughs> but I didn't see anything. And he's, like, trying to, like, shrug it off like he's cool. You know, like, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. You know, but we just, like, laughed about it. It was so fucking hilarious. I was like, I almost saw my first penis. Because, like, all these groomers have, like, these penis stories or, like, boob stories. Yeah. Or just, like, vagina stories. You've seen boobs? I've seen boobs at PetSmart, but not in my mobile. Oh, Yeah. And, I, and then I've never seen, like, boobs in the flesh. I've seen boobs through wife beaters. And there was, like, a quick nip slip from, from the drunk lady. Yeah. But not, like, full-on boobs. And, like, I'm just, like, waiting. You know, I'm, like, the perfect person for someone to, like, awkwardly be nude in front of. Because I don't make it a, a weird situation. I'm just, like, whatever. I joke about it. Lighten it up. Yeah. You know? And, like, nudity is nothing to me. Mm-hmm. It's, like, whatever. You're just nude. It's a penis. It's a vagina or a vulva. It's breasts. Like, I'm totally going to be checking you out. Like, don't get me <laughs> wrong. I'm going to take that opportunity. But, like, I'd still be your client. Unless you were, like, physically jerking off in front of me. Like, you were being a disgusting pervert. Yes. Yeah. Then that's a different story. Well, I I'd still get paid and be chill about it in front I of you. I would be charging them extra. <laughs> right? Like, I'm just, just so you know, don't ever call me again. You do that again, it's $500 extra. Right? Yeah. You pay double. It's $100 per hand swipe on your penis, and I think I counted 10. <laughs> Ooh, what if somebody Ten was like, yanks? what if somebody was like, actually like, okay, I'll pay double. I'd let them finish. I think I would. I'd be like, okay, well, it's double and you don't finish or it's triple and you get to finish. Yeah. And if they're like, okay, I'd like cash up front. Yep. Swipe your card, please. Yep. <laughs> I'll send you the bill. And then, no, 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 I'm not sending the bill. I'm going to put that shit in my card machine right now. You're going to pay. And then I'll give you 30 minutes. Whatever. 30 minutes? I'm going to be on my phone. I might eat lunch. <laughs> you could jerk off. I didn't say I got had to watch. I just said you could finish. That sounds like a really good deal. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to be there in the room. I'll be like, let me go get my lunch real quick. I'm going to use your microwave. Like, Have you ever been to... Oh, you've been to a sex club, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. The first sex club I've ever been to, guys. Um, I was 18. And literally the bottom of the bottom feeders were there. <laughs> and it's guys in the corner, literally in the corners, just jerking off. Yeah. They're just standing there jerking off. <laughs> now, if somebody paid me to be there... And I could still ignore them jerking off. That'd be amazing. Right? Why not? Like, if a client was like, hey, I'd be like, you know what? 
Especially if they were respectable about it and asked me first, fully clothed. Like, hey, do you want to make a little extra cash? Yeah, but what if some guy was, like, jerking off in the corner and you're dropping off their dog and they're still jerking off in the corner and you make eye contact? And then they're like, we're really sorry. And then <laughs> then the next time you're like, okay, well, just so you know, um, uh, I go there again. You have to pay triple the price if you want to finish. Double the price if you're okay with not finishing. Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Make a little side biz. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've been waiting for those solicitations. I have. I do. All the time. Yeah. I do. I'm waiting for a female client to be like, hey, you want to fuck for some money? And I'd be like, how much? <laughs> <laughs> like, why not? Like, I, I'm not opposed. Yeah. I am not opposed to sex work. Neither am I. Like, it's an, it's, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it's easy money, because you're still putting in Obviously, it's not exertion. easy money if they're not, like, actually, like, have you seen yourself? It's not easy money if they're not already lining up. Huh? Like, you. You're really, really hot. You would yeah. think you'd be getting those solicitations. You'd think, but I don't. For it to be easy money. Yeah, So, obviously, it's not easy. It's a hard job. It is. Well, because I think, I think people want to be, well, I don't want to say people want to be respectful, because there's clearly assholes in the world. But all my clients are fairly respectable. Yeah, but you also have, a like, a good portion of your clients are rich people. And rich people here in Vegas have some freaky sides. They do. And that's why I'm like... Where are they? <laughs> where? Yeah, exactly. Like, I reek sex. <clears throat> like, everywhere I go, I have sexual energy. So it's like, why... But I guess I turn it off at work. I'm very good at turning it off at work. Because I'm not there for sex. I'm there to groom your dog. Maybe okay. if I start turning it on. I think you should start turning it on only because I know your quality is probably going to go down just because <laughs> it's hard to groom when you're pregnant. Oh, it's already gone down. Yeah. So, I mean, like. But then, like, my quality of sex has gone way down, too. Because I just can't breathe. But, yeah. So, <laughs> anyways. So, my next one was actually yesterday, was Saturday, and I listen, I've been, I got into this new podcast, it's called Podcast on the Left, last podcast on the left, and they're a little questionable. I can't tell, I think this is why I continue to listen to them, because I can't tell which side of the spectrum they land on. Because, like, if they're talking in, like, at a hyperbolic fashion, like, it's you don't know if they're being hyperbolic or they're being serious. What do you mean by hyperbolic? I don't know what that means. Okay, like um sarcastically? Yeah. Or like kind of, yeah, like sarcastic. Like you yeah. don't know if they're making not making fun or just Yeah, I can't tell if they're being serious that they're racists <laughs> <laughs> or um if they're talking about it ironically. Yeah. To be like, we're pointing this out very yeah. ironically because this is stupid and people shouldn't be this way. Yeah. But people are this way, so I'm going to mimic them to show them how stupid they are. You know what I mean? So you, so you don't know if they're Nazis or not? Yeah. Okay. Well, at least in this episode, because it's not always about Nazis. Like, they did an episode on Edward Gein. Okay. And, like, some of their jokes were very questionable. And I'm listening, and I'm like, okay, I love dark humor. That is how I thrive. You know what I'm I mean? I'm a sadist, so yeah. And, 
But some of them were just like, even I wouldn't laugh at that. And I laugh at very questionable things. <laughs> like very question. I am the type of person who would laugh at a funeral. Like, <laughs> that was questionable, sir. And, but, so I can't tell. So I've been listening just to continue to see where they fall. And so I'm listening to this episode. It's called Hollow Earth. And I guess Hollow Earthers is, it's very Nazi based. And, which I didn't know. I thought people just believed in Hollow Earth. Like the Earth is hollow and there's an actual society down there. But no, like it's very rooted in Nazism and racism. Ew. And, yeah, it's crazy because yeah. only hollow earthers who reside in the hollow earth are usually white. And so, okay. yeah. Okay. It's cra- it was crazy. But anyways, we're not going to get down into it. But, so, I'm getting out of my car at my last appointment. And for context, my clients are Filipino. They're Filipino, right? Jules? Okay. So. Yeah, they're Filipino. And so, clearly... Like, you shouldn't be listening to Nazi stuff or around non-Nazis for one. You know what I mean? And I am just like, I didn't realize how much of a Nazi episode this was going to be. And so I get out of my car. My uh, connection obviously kicks off on my phone. And I get close to my trailer. And my phone automatically connects to my speaker. But usually it doesn't play. It just connects. Yeah, and it just waits for you to press, press play. play. Yeah. So I open up my trailer, and it's blasting this skit. They went into, like, a skit of a Nazi sympathizer. And I am just like, oh, Ew. my God. And I'm trying to turn it off, like, pause my speaker. And my speaker's not responding. And I don't have my generator on, so it's loud. And she's, like, kind of standing right there. To where she could probably still hear it. And I'm like, oh my god. So I had to like just turn off my speaker really quickly. And so then my speaker disconnects from my phone. And then... Connects to your car? No, connects to my phone. And my phone kicks on and starts playing. I didn't press play. And I'm like, you have to be fucking kidding me. And they're still joking around about being Nazi sympathizers. And I am just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. (laughs) So like I had to... And then... Spotify wasn't responding on my phone, so then I had to just, like, turn my phone down. And she's just kind of looking at me, and I'm like, I am not a Nazi sympathizer, but I just, like, ignored the whole situation and just took her dogs and was like, okay, I'll I'll let you know when they're ready. I'm like, thank you. That's going to be an odd conversation if she actually paid attention to it with her husband, and it's like, you know, I think our groomer is a Nazi. I know. Thankfully, thankfully... Like, the client knows Harvey. and So So Harvey can explain that you're not a Nazi (laughs) while he has the Naziest of haircuts. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, okay. I believe you, Harvey. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You guys aren't Nazis. But thankfully, like, I think they would be understanding of the situation if they did ask and I explained. Because Harvey and him have worked together for a while. And so I'm pretty sure there would be some understanding, but I am just like, oh my God, how fucking embarrassing. So then the appointment goes smooth, right? Whatever. And so I talked to um, the husband. I don't think they're married, but that doesn't matter. The husband and like, we're just like, you know, I get in my car and I'm sitting there. 
um, getting my phone ready to map home because I'm done for the day. And I see this dude, this white dude, riding his bicycle towards my vehicle. And I'm like, what does this fucker want? Like, I hate when people approach me. I just don't want to talk to you. Take like a picture of my trailer. Yeah, when I'm working. Like, take a picture of my trailer and be on your way. I don't want to answer questions. Like, go away. I'm the worst business owner. And so, I'm pretending to not see him. Because at this point, he's right next to the driver's side door. And I'm trying so hard to pretend not to see him. And he, like, waves. And I'm like, ugh. So, I open the window. And I was like, hi, what can I do for you? And he was like, so, like, I've noticed. This is an older gentleman. And he's like, so I've noticed you're here, like, every two to three weeks for, like, two to three hours. And I was like, actually, I'm here every six weeks. And I'm here about two hours, sometimes less. And he was like, well, you know is there like a way you could plug into the house and I was like unfortunately I can't you know I have two AC units and if I were to plug into the house I wouldn't even be able to use one of them and it will easily get up to 100 degrees in that trailer and he was like you know I don't want to be an asshole here but okay, well, you already were an asshole the moment you came to my car to complain. It's every six weeks, bro. Exactly. At 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Sometimes I'm there at nine in the morning, but it doesn't fucking matter. It's the, it's, I'm still within noise ordinance. I'm not that loud. It's yeah. an approved generator. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and he's like, I don't want to be that asshole and like call the HOA. And this isn't a guard-gated community. This is just regular HOA. So they don't really have the authority to... Yeah, do anything. Do anything. If they're an HOA, they have maintenance people out there all the time. Exactly. So he's just hollow-threatening me and trying to scare me. And I'm like, okay. HOA (laughs) has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, okay. Like, you know, like I said, sir, I'm here every six weeks. You know, I'm here for about two hours. Like... I don't, and I just look at him after I say it, like, I don't know what you want from me. And he's like, so, you know, in the summer, it's not that big of a deal because I'm not really in my backyard, but you deprive me of my backyard time. Why? Because of the noise. Turn his music on. I know. I'm just like, put some headphones on. And I was like, sir, like I said, you know, I'm only here every six weeks for about two hours and then I leave, and I am trying to run a business. And he's just like, I under, I understand, I, you know, I get that, but, like, you're depriving me. What do you want me to do? Do you have a solution, you crackhead? His solution was debunked. He wants me to plug it in the house, and that's not happening. And so I just kind of looked at him, and he's like, well, I guess that's how it's going to be then. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I wasn't really saying anything to him, just like, I just kept repeating myself. I'm only here every six weeks. Basically telling him, like, boo fucking who. There's nothing I could do for you. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. There's other people that live here. Exactly. And he's just like, you're just so loud. And I'm like. Okay. That's my power. I have to have power. (laughs) And he's just like, all right, well, I guess that's how it's going to be then. And I was like, I guess so. What happened? What about the people that do 
the outside lawn work of an know. HOA. <laughs> HOAs out here are awful. They are. But they're they, not going to do anything. Even no. if he did call. But well, they can't do anything. No. You're an outside business. You don't exactly. reside there. The only time I would have been a slightly nervous is if it was a guard-gated community because they can nix you from their community. Yeah. And, but... It, I've never actually had a problem in a guard-gated community. It's all these fucking little HOA communities that they think that they're high and mighty. And so he just, like, was like, whatever. Like, I guess that's gonna how it's going to have to be. And I was like, yep. And he rides away on his bike, and I yell out the window, Thank you! Have a good day! <laughs> and, like, I was like, whatever, asshole. I don't know what you want from me. I'm hungry. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, that's weird. He's weird. He is. He rode his bicycle. Just to tell me that. That you deprived him of his backyard time? Yes. Because I'm too loud. It's like, bro, where did put on some headphones, listen to your Nazi podcasts, get out of here. Right? Like, you were the asshole the moment you chose to leave your home to come and bother a business owner and try and scare them. And it's a mobile business. Yeah. Like, they're going to be there. Like, I don't... What do you want me to do? Not, there's nothing I can do for you. Unless you want to give me $5,000 to get a quieter generator. If he complains next time, just be like, I need $5,000 for another generator. Yeah. If you want me to be quiet, give me five grand. Yeah. Be like, well, you didn't come up with any solutions. So, here's one. I need $5,000 for a quieter generator. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not willing to pay that, but if you're willing to pay it, then you'll get your backyard time back. Right? You'll get your... How much is that backyard time worth to you? Oh, my God. Why didn't because you think of that right then and there? He's like, I didn't... Is that how it's going to be? Like, you can buy me a new generator. I always think of the good shit afterwards. <laughs> I know! <laughs> but if he bothers me again... Because even if they call the cops... The cops are, can't do anything. They can't do anything. Yeah. Like, and even if it's an... Even... The thing is about HOAs, it's... They don't, they don't care about that stuff. They care about you parking in front of your driveway. Exactly. And not in your driveway. So. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care about noise because HOAs still use maintenance to keep up with the. As long as the noise isn't being made after 10 o'clock and before 7 a.m. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. HOA can't do anything about it. You're within business hours. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, there are other residents there, not just him, you know. So, if he had such an issue, he can either pay for your generator or go buy himself his own compound, okay? Where he can be his little... Exactly. Or maybe try jerking off indoors. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) You should say that, too. (laughs) That would be a great Yelp review. (laughs) She said to go jerk off indoors. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so really quick pregnancy and grooming update. Um, there really isn't too much to update. Things are kind of just going with it other than, like, breathing. She's, she's getting big. I am. I'm she is really very big. early on, and she already looks pregnant. I'm it's 17 weeks. so cute. So cute. Yeah, 17 weeks today, and I am ballooning up in my stomach. <laughs> They're about, like, five ounces each, so they're both, like, growing really well, and not one, as of right now, not one is bigger than the other. I don't know if things could change, but as of right now, they're doing, like, hella good, but 
Oh. What? So this bitch wants to do a gender reveal. It's obnoxious. Oh, yeah, that's right. So then, anyway, so she gets the gender of the babies, right? And I'm (laughs) like, just tell us. Just tell me. Okay? And she won't. So she was like, ah, July 4th. We're going to have a... I could have just opened it up. So then she's like, okay, well, um... July 4th, we're going to have a gender reveal party. And I'm like, that's so far away. That was before we knew that we could see the genders at the last appointment. Because apparently my children are, like, OnlyFans and they like to spread that shit. That's good. So. (laughs) So anyway, she changed it. Yeah, I changed it to July, June 2nd is when we find out. And we're doing our gender reveal party. And Vanessa's going to die cookie. She's going to be our... I wanted strippers. <laughs> you know. Um, so if we're going to dye cookie, she's either going to be a mixture of pinks and blues or like feminine colors and masculine colors together, or she'll be all masculine colors and feminine colors, depending on, you know, how it goes. So that's kind of, that's going to be our gender reveal. Cookie's going to be all, because cookie's white, if, for some of you who might not know what my dog looks like. But, so she's going to be all Lisa Franked. It's going to be great. But I'm, like, consistently now doing only four dogs. Like, I actually block off my schedule. Um, Breathing is hard, so I sit down to groom now. And that's hard. And sitting and grooming is difficult. So, yeah, grooming and carrying twins is hard. Just general life is hard. The only time it's good is when I'm in the pool. Because I'm floating. Your boobs look nice. I do have nice boobs. They're getting big and full and just, like, painful. Like, they're the most perfect looking breastesses. <laughs> and, of course, they won't last because they have to be used. Yep. Nope. But my tummy is big. Like, my, my smock, I'm starting to stretch it out. Yeah. I'm going to have to invest in new smocks. Which are expensive. Do you want to just borrow my husband's? No, because I want to look cute, too. Okay, well. <laughs> so, I still want to look cute. And your husband's smock is too heavy. No, it's light. It's just really big. Yeah. That's not going to work in Because he got an extra large men's. I and would die in that. I thing. had to wear that, like, towards the end of my pregnancy. Yeah, but you work in a salon. I work out in the elements. I would die in that thing. I would die of heat stroke. <laughs> it's very light. It's like a trash bag. You have to wear mesh vested, like, no sleeves. I wear shortest of shorts. The only things I can't not wear are my compression socks. I have to wear compression socks that go all the way up to my knees. So when I, I look like a soccer player. Yeah. But, yeah. But other than that, like, grooming right now is fairly normal. Just all my clients are like, oh, my God, I can see your stomach. I wasn't sure if you were pregnant or not because some of them I haven't seen. And so they're like, I didn't want to ask. I'm like, yeah, I'm very pregnant. (laughs) Like, very pregnant. You can see I am pregnant. Yeah. And how do you feel about that? Isn't that, like, is that exciting to you? Do you cry about it? Do I cry about it? No. No, I like, mean, in, like, a, like, I remember just being all emotional when my tummy started popping out. No. Because I thought it was, like, the most beautiful thing. No. Oh, okay. Because 
I have my struggles with that. Like, I have a little bit of body dysmorphia. Yeah. And so, it's a struggle seeing myself. I say getting fat again, but I'm not actually getting fat. But. Yeah, you're not. You're pregnant. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Yes. So. This is quite the topic in my therapy sessions. Yeah. Because I went from almost 200 pounds to losing all that weight to being 140 pounds. You were 180 pounds. You were never 200 pounds. I said almost. No, Because I teetered between 180 and 190. Okay, well. So I was a big girl for my frame. You're 5'6". You were fine. You were not 5'6". You were chubby. You were chubby. Everybody not 5'6". Or, yes, you are. No, I'm not. Okay, 5'5". Five, five. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a whole inch. Okay, first of all, we've all seen your chubby pictures. You yeah. Were, I was a big girl. You were not. Yes, I was. It looks like I ate myself. Oh, my God. There were See, this is body me. dysmorphia. So <laughs> then she did lose weight. I did. I lost a shit ton of weight. It was great. And then now to, like, see myself gaining weight again is very hard on myself mentally. Yeah. Even though my body is supposed to. But people don't talk about that. Like, pregnancy isn't easy for everybody. No, it's not. And, like... And then sometimes you, the weight doesn't just fall off. No, it doesn't. Sometimes it lingers. So... For a couple years. Bitches. It's just hard. It's hard seeing myself getting bigger again. I know it's supposed to be, like, this beautiful thing, and but it's not for me. It's really not. Because I see the old person... And then my Google Nest downstairs is, like, the picture frame style. Uh-huh. And so it likes to show me all of my gym selfies in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, like, my progress pics. And I'm just, like, I fucking hate you. So it doesn't help. But, you know, because I had, like, a peak. Like, I got to actually feel confidence for the first time in a really long time. And so it just feels like it's being ripped away even though that's not what's happening i know like i'm just pregnant like it's really just my stomach that's growing everywhere else is my arms are getting a little chubby but that's normal like it's all normal yeah that's normal but it's hard so because i know we're getting like some pregnant other pregnant groomers listening to the podcast because someone had mentioned something yeah um about seeing the pot or that she came over from the pregnant and grooming podcast or the group so you know i don't know this is just my experience there's other people that have amazing pregnancy experiences and not me i love that for you (laughs) if you're having that well at least you're feeling better at least a little bit oh yeah and my energy is kind of coming back um i did throw up again yeah, on Friday in the morning. Wasn't that on a dick? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was a failed attempt at sex. Um, but I don't know why. He's usually so good at telling me when he's about to come and he didn't say anything. And he just busted in my mouth. Which is usually fine. Like, I love that. It doesn't bother me. But then I threw it up on his dick. And was dying. <laughs> so sexy. I spit it everywhere. But, yeah, no, this one was, I think my prenatal upset my stomach. Because I took it first thing in the morning without eating. Yeah. I didn't. 
and so I threw it up in the sink. Okay. Ugh. Throwing up bile is the worst. I'd rather throw up actual food. No, I know, but you're not like puking like at the sniff of an onion. Oh, or not a anymore. Sniff no. of your dog. No. No. I think I'm past that now, which That's is good. great. Yeah. But now it's just not really like by the end of the day, because I have to eat so much. I am so huge and so full, but hungry. And, like, I still want to eat even though I'm so uncomfortable. So I literally will lay in bed on my side eating in bed. (laughs) And, like, to me, it's normal. You're a growing goddess. Yeah. And that's how goddesses lay down. Yeah, but I feel like the next week I'm going to have to go see Dr. Now on my 600-pound life. Because that is exactly how I feel. (laughs) Watching them eat in bed and they're, like, making this mess. Okay, well, and I'm just like that's they're not my life. they're not creating life, all right. I know, but to me, I'm like that's pretty soon a camera crew is gonna walk into my fucking room. You're <laughs> hilarious. You gotta stop watching that show. I love that show, but anywho, no big updates on pregnant and grooming at the moment. So, um, but so there was talk about me like expanding the business while I was pregnant then we decided not to and i'm hella glad we decided not to because that means we would have had to look for groomers and there's a groomer shortage it's hardcore it is like it's getting crazy out here and it's not even just out here it's everywhere yeah, yeah. fucking do you ev- think it's gonna be like and it's crazy i don't believe it's a dying industry i, I just- do <laughs> Well, the thing is, though, is that when an industry industry dies, it uh-huh. means that there's, like, no use for a groomer. But the thing is, is that yeah. pet ownership is up. It is. So, and, like, I don't believe it's a dying industry. It's just... But it is, There's not though. enough. It's not. Because it's, there's still pet owners. I get that, but... So, there's still going to be needed labor. Yes, I get that. So, the industry is not dead. The industry is... I think the industry is dying not because we're not needed anymore because we are needed as like more than ever right now but we don't have easy access for people to learn how to groom so so we're killing ourselves as an industry again still not a dying industry but we're unregulated we're uneducated not saying that we're not educated people. It's just saying that we, we have, individually had to seek out yes. or had to be given the opportunity to get that education, whereas yeah. we couldn't go to school for that education. So that we're uneducated, unregulated. And if you actually look at the labor that we do, it's a very short-lived career a lot of times, and it's not as fiscally rewarding. It can be. It can be. But it isn't on the regular. So we have, like, these salons bidding for groomers right now. Oh, here. specifically in Nevada. Or in Nevada. In Vegas. But even everywhere else. Like if but you, I haven't, I don't, we can't say that it's happening everywhere else that people are bidding because we no, haven't seen that. No, but what I'm but saying. in Vegas, but what I'm are. What I'm saying is, is that let's just say somebody lives in a rural town and 
the town's population boosted up in the last five years. Mm-hmm. And so, and pet ownership is up because everybody wants a fucking doodle, right? So there's one or two grooming salons in that town. They yeah. don't have enough labor. They don't have enough hands on deck, right? Yeah. Okay, well, why bust your ass if they're still paying rural prices? Why kill your body for a job that still pays because it's prices. the vet tech uh, philosophy. People want to be vet techs even though you get paid at most $25,000 a year. You don't get paid a lot to be a vet tech. So people are waking up to that. Why? There's ton- There's vet techs. And it's a very short-lived career. Yes and no. It depends on the person. But so you're. I don't think there is an issue with getting vet techs, but but there is opportunity to become a vet tech because there is easier, or I shouldn't say easier, but there's more accessible schooling for vet techs. Yeah. So you where would, there's not for you, groomers. You would do what we do for twenty five thousand dollars a year working full I mean, time. I only make my take home is thirty five. So. But do you work 40 hours a week, five days a week? No. Okay. Not really. Would you do this job for someone else for $25,000 a year, 40 hours a week, five days a week? Probably not. Okay. There you go. That's why people won't do it. It's not that they, it's not worth it. It is. I just don't necessarily agree with that because. We do the same amount of labor as a lot of miners do. Like, as far as physical labor does, as a lot of miners do. They make miners. Like, people who go mine. No, we don't. Their yes, job we is do. way harder. It, no, it's about the same amount of where labor. Where are you getting this information? It's about the same amount of physical I know, but labor. Where are you getting this information? If you, you look it up, just look it up what a, what a miner does. Yeah, okay? They it's pick, physical they labor. Dig. They're at higher risk of death than we are. Okay, let's. Well, then let's so backtrack. Our sti- like, sti- like, Okay, so then let's say, okay. We're not so at the minor league. So then let's look at construction worker. I still, they're at risk of death as well. Our job. They're at risk of injury. And death. We're still at risk of injury. Injury, yes, but. But what, but like, as far as death goes, like, they're not going to fall off of, like, in the mining fields. Dude, my at grandfather worked for construction. He almost died because he fell off a ladder. You can die by getting mauled in the face. Yes, but you're less likely to. A construction worker, especially a roofer. Okay. As long as you go to the doctor immediately (laughs) after getting scratched by the cat, you're most likely, your chances of death is not that high. Okay, so then let's take it back down to like a plumber or a welder. Okay. So they still have a high chance of getting hurt just like we do. Yes. It is a really laborious job like we have. They still make about $50,000 a year. Working full time. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yes. Plumbers actually make more. They make good they, money. Yes. So I, that's why I'm like, I don't know if they make more, especially if they own their own business. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they make substantially, but most of those jobs are union. And they make benefits, and they have a pension. And not it's, all of them do, no. Not all of them do, but a great majority does. I don't if think so anymore. It's very hard to find jobs with that kind of long-term benefits, unless so you're working for the state. 
So you're like, okay, so we have a lot of problems in our industry, obviously. <laughs> and so that's why there's a shortage. So there's a shortage of groomers because, one, we don't have education. Yeah. Two, we don't make enough for the amount of labor that we do. And we shouldn't say ed- we don't have education because we have plenty of education. In, but we, we don't have to seek it out individually. We don't have easily accessible education for beginners. Yes. All of our education is for people who are already educated. Yeah, they've worked in shops or they are practicing in private So that they have some sort of knowledge on hands-on, you know, and they don't need help with that. Yeah. But we need more education, hands-on education, easily accessible education, and then we need um, accessibility to financial assistance for that education, just like you would with a college. Yeah. And have that for newbies. Because I think our industry would boom again because a lot of people love working with animals. But if your education for your industry is not easily accessible, how are people going to enter your industry? They're not. It's simple. They're not going to be able to enter this industry because one, a lot of salons are so slammed that they don't have time to teach then they're not willing to teach because they have to teach them on their own dime yep and then run the risk of that person that they taught leave their salon open up a new salon with their teachings Mm -hmm. and then now they have competition so i understand that if they had a school that they could send a bather to that wasn't too far out that would be easier you know we as an industry shouldn't have to sit there and teach everybody who walks into our door because one the legality of it all and then just time and patience that a full-blown salon might or mobile might not have time for so we just don't have the education found or the we don't have a good educational foundation for new groomers or new potentials to go to we have a couple schools but they're like i think like one or two reputable schools for grooming and they're on the east coast and i think one's in the midwest but i could be wrong and so it's like now you have a complete side of you know america that is or the united states that is being neglected and that's the west coast like we don't have schools out here that i'm aware of they're trying to open one. They are, but this is the second or third time that a school has been tried to open in Vegas. Yeah. And it hasn't happened. Yeah. So I highly doubt this one will open. I think it would be great if we had a school out here, you know, because we'd be able to get the Californians. We'd be able to get people from, I think, what, Colorado? Because they're right on top of us. No? Okay. We're not going to talk geography. So, oh, Utah's right next door. <laughs> who's on top arizona's on top of us that's right no <laughs> they're right next to us they're below us arizona's to the side oh wait i thought arizona was above us damn whatever we'll have people from other states <laughs> i failed geography twice in high school <laughs> i was not good at it Anyways, but, so then, what's Idaho, right? That's Idaho? Okay. 
And then the other one. Everybody is... forgets about Idaho because what's in Idaho? Well, I always think Idaho is Midwest. Iowa. That's Iowa. Oh. And then the other one is. What's the brown one? Oregon? Oh, okay. See, we would have all those states. And who doesn't want to come learn in Vegas? You know what I mean? But anyways, that's just my whole take on it, is we don't have easily accessible education, and we don't have financial assistance, you know? Yeah. Because these schools are can be expensive. Yeah. Who has $10,000 to go that you have to pay up front to go to school without any assistance? Yeah. Yeah, and even if you learn on your own, if you ever want to get certified, you still have to pay money up front to get certified. Yeah. And there's still multiple steps to get certified. I have no problem because as of right now, it's the only solution that we have. And I don't want to sit here and hate because I don't necessarily hate it because it's our only solution as an industry, unless you go to corporate, is being self-taught. There are amazing groomers that have been self-taught. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that either. I don't either. There's nothing wrong with it, but I do think that needs to change because for every one self-taught groomer that is amazing, there's three bad ones out there. And it makes those groomers who actually cared enough to be self-taught and to do it correctly look bad. And it's a shame because that's not the way it should be. So... If we can change that to where people don't need to be self-taught anymore and they can go to a school and go to a program and learn hands-on properly and not have to go through all the mess of, you know, trying to learn on clients, you know, in a non-structured setting, you know. So they're learning about dog behavior. They're learning about dog structure. They're learning about breeds and in a very structured environment like who wouldn't want to do that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like so because I saw a post on someone hating on being a self-taught groomer which I think is stupid I do because that's the only route we have right now as an industry and there's I don't think there's anything wrong I couldn't be personally self-taught because I don't have that kind of I don't either I don't have that capability but there's a lot of people who do yeah and that's amazing yeah. Um, but I, I can't do that. So I would like to have that option of going to school and like mm-hmm. excelling in a school fashion. But I also, I personally think, I just think I love this job. I love this job a lot, but I don't think the money's worth it with the amount of labor and the amount of pain. Yeah. And that's only because I know like... A lot of groomers can't groom past so many years. I don't know. I see some 70-year-olds that are still grooming. No, I see those too. And I don't know how because <laughs> I see the 30-plus-year-olds like, and the 40-year-olds already saying like they have arthritis, carpal tunnel. Yeah. They've already had three surgeries and they're technically disabled. So like it's it's just a little... It's not like if you yeah. were at a desk for you know, 30, 40 years, you could probably do another 20 years at a desk. But, like, I have to, you have to take a look at those people. Like, are they, did they cut back on dogs? Are they a power groomer? What were their prices like? Like, these are all questions. Because going back to what you said about, like, the money versus the labor and how it doesn't equal out. And it, that's because as an industry, 
we don't charge properly. Yeah. And if we did, I think we would be a lot in, in a lot better place. You know, it just and and I hate to say it, I think if we did charge properly, people would be less likely to get dogs. And that's yeah. not always a bad thing. No, I don't think so either. You know, because someone had mentioned like plumbers just to come out to your house, it's a hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, probably I want to say like we've had we're quoted one hundred and twenty five dollars one time just yes. to come to the house. Yeah, we had a home warranty and our copay was seventy five dollars every single time they came, whether or not they did anything. Yeah, I had one plumber come out and I had to pay seventy five dollars to tell me that the home warranty, like you know where they snake, where that little thing is, that tool that that like uh-huh. it's like a. I don't know, whatever uh-huh. that they do. It's a snake. It's but they don't go past a certain footage. Like, they can't go past a certain amount of feet. Otherwise, it's considered a actual plumbing issue. Oh, for your home warranty? Yeah. They do minor plumbing, but when it's a real plumbing issue... They have to call a plumber. They have to... The plumbers have to stop, and then they have to, get, they have to assess. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? The home warranty stuff is such a scam. It is, but it keeps the plumbers in business because I had to see that person twice and it was $75 each time. Yeah. It's like my RV guy. He comes, he, you know, he comes to the house, but it's an automatic $100 just yeah. for him to come in. Look, like he charges $100 an hour and if he's here for five minutes, it's $100. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, we just don't charge enough. We don't charge properly or properly for our state and city, what our, wherever we live can handle, you yeah. know? But it just, I think if it all changed, then I think we wouldn't have a groomer shortage. Oh, no. If we just put those things into place. Yeah. Why, if I knew I was going to get benefits, if I knew I was going to get a retirement, if I knew I was going to get paid enough to actually save a little bit extra, I would do this forever. Because I love this job. But it's not even just that. It's just having accessible education. Because I'm talking about just a groomer shortage in general. If we could get people, like, in the door because the education was accessible. Yeah. That's just, like, to me, step one. Well, yeah, it is step one. But I already have the education. I'm saying what's keeping me grooming. Yeah. The only thing that's keeping me grooming is I really do like my job. That's the only thing. And... Yeah, my husband makes some money. He has, there's double income. But if there was not double income, and I didn't actually like this job, it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. Looking from outside in. Yeah, it's a hard job, like physically, especially when you're pregnant. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, I enjoy what I do. It's hard for me to see myself leaving anything else. If I were to leave, I would go into, um, I'd want to be a therapist, but that's like a lot of schooling. What happened to owning up, a, opening up a strip club? That too, but that's like <laughs> over $100,000. Strip clubs are not that cheap. <clears throat> but, yeah. So yeah, there's that on our groomer, the groomer shortage. It just... There's nothing, I don't think that there's really anything we can do. Well, not us. But well, co- it but does like, start with people like us. No, I know, but collectively, what can we all do together? Yeah, because 
What was the high? Okay, so we had like said that literally salons are bidding on groomers. So they're currently, like, yeah, they're putting out thousand uh, dollar bonuses, bonuses after ninety days sign on bonuses, and now it's up to twelve hundred dollars sign on bonus. Yeah, after ninety days. Mm-hmm. People, are but doing- nobody's saying if they're if they have benefits or what their prices are. Yeah, what their prices are for like a Shih Tzu. What is your price for a Shih Tzu? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should say something. Yeah. Or maybe they should try a different route of advertising for employees. Well, they should train their fucking employees. What do you mean? Like, if they want somebody... Or do a reimbursement plan. Yeah. Have somebody do, like, the basic labor... But I get phones, it. apprenticing, bathing, and have them do outside study work on one of the online schools or programs, and it's a lot of time and effort though. Like I get it when you're a busy salon, you don't have time for that. Yeah, but I mean, like my brother, he works for was it T Mobile? They're paying for his school. That's what's up. Yeah. And it's, it was, um, actually, they're paying for his school, but I remember when he was going to Foot Locker, mm-hmm. they did 75% reimbursal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But these are big companies that you're they talking are, about. They are. They are really big companies. Like, small companies can do that, too, because it's like, let's say if somebody goes through IGA or NG, whatever, they still have to do like tests and stuff like that so they're obviously gonna have to do a lot of outside studying it's about like yeah. a, you know like a couple hundred dollars to like a thousand dollars each step or whatever mm-hmm. so i mean just reimburse it when it's done and if they go somewhere else with that education that's their prerogative you got well i think at that point like if you actually are teaching someone i think you can have you can actually have them sign a contract stating that like you're there for you have to be there for like a certain amount of years yeah You'd have to double check that with a lawyer, but I think I saw someone say something like that. Well, PetSmart does theirs, and that's just to get the money back for what they paid for. Exactly. That's the same thing. So, so you'd have to calculate how much your time and effort is yeah. teaching that person, mm-hmm. and then you're teaching them a trade for free, and so then they have to sign a contract stating that they'd be there for two years, yeah. you know, say two years. That's why trade schools are amazing. And then... If they leave, they owe a certain amount of money. Yeah. My husband goes to a trade school, and they just set him up with jobs and internships. Like, the companies go to yeah, the school. Yeah, but you still had to pay for that school. No. I know. My point is, is, like, if we had... Like you said, if there were trade schools easily available, they could yeah. just go to the trade schools. Yeah, you'd have, like, salons affiliated with hey, that school. Hey, what's up? I need somebody. Can you fill it in? Yeah. And then they could just go straight from trade school to... And then there's no money that we had to pay for. They paid for it. They're going to stick around. Well, because, like, those salons would be taking them on as usually as a mentorship. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's how that would work if a salon was affiliated with a school. Because that's what your husband's school did is he, they got him a mentorship or an internship. Yeah. But in our trade, it would be a mentorship. So. But anyways, I think we got stories, right? We got tons of stories. Oh. Um. Yeah. So. My husband is pretty amazing and pays attention to like cool things. Yeah, to like cool numbers and stuff. (laughs) 
and like actually researches not researches but actually looks at how well the podcast is doing and i guess we have um about ten thousand listens for all of our episodes nice and we have 48 episodes so that's about yeah we got about ten thousand listens about like two to three hundred listeners per episode Thank you so much for the 10,000 listens. It's so cool. Like, I didn't think anybody would ever pay attention to us, but thank you so much. Like, that's just so cool that there's, we've had people listen to us at least 10,000 times. I wish it was just like one person that just like has us on repeat. (laughs) Hype us up. (laughs) Right? But that's so cool. And you know, we keep getting new listeners and like new likes and like, people who are following the page and they're probably like these people don't post anything but yeah we don't post anything but it's really cool that people are like finding us we're like the speakeasy of podcasts we really are oh my god your eyes got so big speakeasies are cool (laughs) (laughs) so i'm cool with being a speakeasy and like i i know we said it like in the last episode but we really are just one of you guys like we don't live or groom a special life <laughs> like no but it's really cool we are happy to have all of the new ears all of the new peoples listening and like writing in stories because like we were getting the same people writing in stories which is fine but now we're actually seeing new names and like that is super cool and um it's just it's just awesome it's really cool to have all these new people and like yeah yeah it's awesome welcome thank you (laughs) (laughs) this is awkward okay so pick a story any story are we gonna talk about the penis thing oops sorry oh yeah real quick there was this i don't know if you guys are a part of uh (laughs) so clearly permission to talk about Yes, we do have permission to talk about this. Um, Clearly, obviously, we are sexually charged people, mostly myself, and um, we're a part of this kinky groomers group. It's great. And it got shut down. Like, it got zucked. Did it? Yeah. When? I haven't been on Facebook. Yeah, that... The only reason I go to Facebook is to go on that page. Yeah, it got zucked because of that post I sent you. The Andy. Oh, Yes, someone turned the group in, and we got shut down. That's stupid. But thankfully, we had a backup, and now we have another backup for our backup. And so... Okay, well, you gotta put me in that backup. Okay, I'll add you. All right. So it's Kiki's Groomers, like, backup two or something like that. And so there was this post about this groomer. She's, I believe, a solo groomer. She owns her, her mobile grooming company um just her and she gets like this really weird text message and it's a wrong number text message and it's about this we call him andy i'm pretty sure that is not his name but they kind of like got to talking and she's like well sorry wrong number i was trying to reach my friend about this guy so and so like um like about his dick pic or something and so she was like what like now i'm invested like what's happening so she sends so this owner 
gets sent dick pics on her work phone. That's awesome. <laughs> and she's just like, what the fuck? So she goes on to the groomer, the kinky groomer group and, like, shares her story. And it blows up. Like, everybody's like, I gotta see it. Like, I gotta see it. It's awesome. Like, they've gotta see the dick. And one, the first picture was just, like, of him in like, a squat position clothed. with gray shorts on and his dick... It was a male slut pose. Yeah, yeah, with his yeah. dick just there. And everybody went ape shit. And she's like, but there was a second photo. And everyone's like, well, what was this? Because there was a photo? second guy. No, it was still Andy. And she was like, they were like, well, what's the second photo? And she's like, it's his actual penis. Nice. And so, because the chick was like, I'll just send you the picture of him in his sweats. And she's like, okay. And then she saw it and she's like, holy shit. I mean, because the dude is like, what nine inches? Look like it whatever. Like, look like a fucking baby's arm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like bigger than a baby's arm. Yeah. And so she's like, "Well, do you want to see it in the flesh?" And the groomer is like, "Fuck yeah! Like now I'm invested. Yeah. Send me the nude." And so this random chick that she's never talked to before, wrong number sends her this dick pic that's awesome and so then everybody in the thread is like well i gotta see it like can you send it to me and so she's sending it to people and the whole reason why the group got zucked is because of the non-consent he did not have given given consent to send these pictures yeah which like i get i totally get but it was fucking But, hilarious. I mean, the illegality started with the woman sending the pictures, like... And then the pictures don't have a face. It's yes, just a no penis. Face. Just penis. There's there's no face. Yeah. So you don't really know who this person is. Yeah. So, and for all we know, it could be just, like... It could be the dude fucking with her. Yeah. Or it could be, like, a, an actual, just, like, photo that's of a porn star. Yeah. So, it's public domain. You don't know these things. You don't. But there was a second penis. <sighs> So then she's like, "Well, do you want to see John's penis?" <laughs> like who the, the fuck first is penis John? was nice, but the second one was Jesus Christ. It was yeah, just so she got to see two dicks, two different penises, on her work phone after work <laughs> from this random person, or it could be just like a creeper dude that just like showing dicks and was fucking with her. Who yeah. the fuck knows? I. Uh, I had... Okay, so if you guys listened early on, my phone number was a former prostitute slash pimp combo. And I haven't had any photos, but early on I would get photos of guys just sending weird photos of themselves. But it was never any, like, dick pics. It was, like, a guy standing saying... She was a reputable sex worker. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was just a guy standing saying, hey, I'm in town. Like, it's just, like, this dude standing just, like, in a suit. And he's like, hey, I'm in town. What do you look like? This is what I look like. Then I got this guy striking a pose with his golden retriever. That one was confusing because you're like, is he sending a picture of the dog with himself? Exactly. Or? Exactly. And then um, I got one of this guy like literally posting like a baggie of, I think it's cocaine. It could be meth. I don't know. And he's like, does this look good, bruh? And I'm like, hugs, not drugs. You got the wrong number. That's <laughs> it. That's what I get. Not beautiful giant penises. <laughs> But it was fucking hilarious because everybody was going ape shit. 
And so now, like, in the group Andy, it's like, fucking Andy. Like, it's, you know, it is what it is. But so it was damn, I tripped. Huh? It's like, damn, I tripped. Right. What did I trip over? Andy. Andy. (laughs) It was just fucking hilarious. But, yeah, no, the page got sucked because of Andy and his penis. (laughs) But, yeah, so that was, like, a really fun little story that we wanted to share. (laughs) let's get into some more stories yes so we have a comment and we love these so we're gonna blast it hello you beautiful ladies i'm i freaking love the podcast i found you through the pregnant grooming facebook group because i recently found out i'm pregnant with my first uh and wanted some podcasts to listen to congratulations you made me mess up oh what sorry you made me mess up the congratulations (laughs) congratulations I love hearing your stories. I feel like I've had all those days myself. I'm the only groomer at my salon, Pet Supplies Plus, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa. Interesting. If I butcher that, I'm sorry. Looking for help if you know someone? LOL. All advice for grooming while pregnant is majorly appreciated. I look forward to the next episode. Maddie from Alabama. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you. We love you. Congratulations. I hope everything... I hope you have an easy pregnancy. I do, too. Because I didn't. Yeah. All right. Next up is Megan. I got your other message, Megan. We're going to get into it next week about Super Sue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's going to be looking at classes, and then she's going to force me to look at classes, and then we'll talk about it in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So... This is for Megan. What's up, bitches? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really feel like I know you guys so well at this point. My best friend and I have been listening to your podcast so much and always are anticipating the next episodes. We joke about Ooh, how... we got to keep them on their toes. <laughs> we joke about how we are like carbon copies of you lovely ladies. Aww. We are both groomers, and I am the mobile Vanessa of our duo. I'm sassy, I take zero bullshit, and I'm anxiety-ridden, LOL. <laughs> She's very nurturing, go with the flow, and sweet to a point. We are so happy to have found you guys and to be able to get to know you both through episodes. We appreciate all the work you have put in, and I have finally decided to grace you all with my horror stories from six years of grooming in hell holes before my best friend and I started to work together at her mobile business. You literally made me tear up. Like, I woke up emotional this morning, and now, like, just, that is so cute. Like, I have to know, do you be like, you're acting like such a Vanessa right now? (laughs) But which one? (laughs) But which one? (laughs) That's awesome. Sorry, I'm moving. All right. Making me all teary-eyed and shit. Okay. Well, everyone, settle in because this one's a doozy. Yeah. Let me set the scene. It was a busy Saturday at the original Hellhole PetSmart. I had to open on this particular morning. I am not at all a morning person, and I had closed the night before. I feel that. Oh, I hate those days. Oh, I remember those days. Why is that legal? Stupid. It's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the start of my day, well, the start of my day, I was told one of our groomers had called out. Fuck that bitch. Yippee! (laughs) This particular groomer was notorious for not showing up to her shifts and with outlandish stories for not being there. One of these stories included being attacked by angry angry fire ants on the side of the road. You literally can't make this shit up, guys. Well, anyways, we are down a person on a crazy Saturday. 
Now, corporate grooming sucks. But you still make great friends and have fun. True. Our salon had one male groomer. We'll call him Edwin. Edwin was like a brother no one ever asked for. But you loved him and all flaws anyways. Most of the time we spent our days pranking him and yelling at him for not doing his job thoroughly because he's a bit lazy at times. So hazing. (laughs) And wanted to get out of there as quickly as the next person, obviously. Edwin was our idiot to irritate and annoy, but we loved him. We had one of those. Yeah. Yeah. We had a few of those. Yeah. I think everybody has someone like that. It's just like, ew, why is this dog still dirty? Yes. Ugh. And then they were, like, grooming them. Yeah. <laughs> and then would send them home like that. Yeah. Excuse me. All right. Back to the Saturday from hell. I was at the front table, and I was particularly behind um, on my grooms due to incessant phone calls and clients oh, coming and going. The first table was the worst And moving table. dogs from the groomer call out. Can you just wait till I finish the sentence? <laughs> <laughs> just let me finish the sentence. <laughs> but yes it is i agree with you it's awful first tables are the worst oh my god one of edwin's clients showed up early i put my dog away and proceeded to check in this client we will call her karen karen had a red maltese poodle mix she proceeds to tell me how special she is because of her red color of course in my head i'm laughing because it's a puppy maybe six to nine months and the color is going to fade but i keep quiet not along with her rambling about how great this dog is I begin to ask Karen what kind of haircut she would like, and she proceeds to, uh, and then she produces a Google photo that says poodle haircuts of a red mini poodle in an Asian fusion style groom with a short body and hand scissors styled legs. It takes all my strength to keep my eyes forward and not to roll, and not to roll the back of my head in search for brain cells to lend <laughs> to this woman. I collect myself politely, explain to Karen that her dog, Teddy, doesn't have the same hair texture as the dog in the photo because he is a mixed breed with a straight, soft coat that doesn't have much texture. You would have thought I told this woman that her dog was a mangy, ugly beast from (laughs) Satan's womb. (laughs) It might have been from Satan's womb. Exactly. (laughs) We don't know. The thing is, though, is that when people bring those photos in and they say, hey, can you do this? I'm saying it's not going to look like that, but yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. And their dogs look awful. Yeah. Do I want to do that to myself or do I want to do it to that person? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. I want them to learn a lesson. Right. But, like, Asian fusion looks good to me in, like, all coats. So, like, it could be done. But it also takes time. Yeah. It's a lot of prep. It is. That's why you charge for it. But she works in corporate, so. Yeah, don't have that kind of time. You need to plan in advance for that shit. I collect myself and politely explain to, okay, I got that part. Oh, wait. Yes. Yes, I collect myself and I politely explain to Karen that her dog, Teddy, doesn't have the same hair texture as the dog in the photo because he is a mixed breed with straight soft coat that doesn't have much texture. You would have thought I told this woman that her dog was a mangy, ugly beast from Satan's womb. Okay, we're there. Karen gets an attitude and says, Teddy is not a mixed breed. He's a multi-poo. Does she know? Does she know? (laughs) Are you going to tell her? (laughs) Does she know? Again, it takes all of me not to sign over all of my brain cells to this woman. She clearly needs them before, uh, needs them more than I. I apologize and attempt again to explain the issue with the haircut she wants. See, Teddy 
also has barely two inches of hair all over. So I explained to her, his hair also isn't long enough. We go back and forth for a while. And I tell her, we can do a shorter body with a fuller leg and a teddy bear face, but it won't look exactly like the photo. No, no. It can. You need to do extensions, don't you know? (laughs) If we had accessible schools, (laughs) she would know. Exactly. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, she agrees begrudgingly and signs the paperwork. I tell her that he will be ready three to four hours after his 12.30 appointment time. She, of course, is upset by this because he's... Are. Yeah, he's being dropped off at 11.30. Why does she have to wait till t- until 12.30? I explained to her her groomer won't be here until 12.30. At her appointment time. And then they get started, and I estimate three to four hours after that... For, uh, for all of our clients. She accepts my explanation barely. Oh, my God. She knows what time her appointment was. Like... I mean, corporate emails everybody, and then you do reminder calls, and even then, it's your own damn... Write it down properly. Yeah, put it in your phone. Or if you have it written down and you decide to show up early because that's your prerogative, you can't be mad that your groomer isn't there, or is if it is there... Then they're not going to start on it right away. They have other... You're infringing on other appointments. Exactly. People think they're special. Ugh. They are special, but not in the way that they think. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Edwina strolls in at 1230, and I immediately go to him and explain in great detail everything that happened and suggested he start Teddy first and get him the hell out of here before Karen has an aneurysm. For the first time in his entire grooming career, Edwin does as he's told. Wow. It literally, it's literally the proudest moment of my life. LOL. He got some that morning. (laughs) (laughs) He nearly, he's nearly done with Teddy and he did a beautiful groom and was going to have the dog done in less than two hours after drop off. He only needed to finish the face, scissor work and nails. Well, we are all working diligently to get caught up and get the dogs in and out as one does in an oppressive environment such as this. And suddenly, boom, there's a loud slamming noise in the lobby. It started all the dogs and most of the groomers in the fishbowl. <gasps> he cut her. I look, I look <laughs> up to see what the hell is wrong. And wouldn't you have guessed it, Karen was what was wrong. She slammed our very heavy glass door and stormed into the lobby. She was screaming at Edwin, is that my dog? That better not be my dog for your sake. You better hope to God that isn't my dog you're holding. Of course, we are all kinds of confused and looking around for who she's talking to. I realize it's Teddy's owner, but to confirm, I of course ask if her dog is Teddy and she starts yelling at me. I'm not talking to you. I am speaking with him. Edwin is usually pretty oblivious and is only just realizing she is speaking to him. (laughs) He says, I'm almost done, ma'am. Karen freaks the fuck out. She begins screaming. Give me my dog back right now. I want him back. You ruined him. He isn't even the same dog. I'm so pissed. I want him back now. Edwin, rightfully confused, give her, um, give her the fog, uh, the dog back and ask what's wrong. All the while, we are attempting to get through a to a manager, and unfortunately, we have the worst support manager on duty because no one else was working the afternoon, apparently. 
While we frantically attempt to get a hold of someone, Karen continues to make a scene, and I was usually the one to handle this kind of stuff when we didn't have a manager. Little tidbit, um, a little tidbit out salon manager didn't usually work weekends, but that's a whole nother issue. Um, they were supposed to at least work the weekends. Yeah. That's the whole point of being a manager. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I was that person, too. Like, when the manager wasn't there, I would handle all that shit, too. Right. Didn't get paid enough for that. Nope. Well, Edwin gives the dog back, and she is tripping. Well, then she gets pissed off because Edwin hasn't done the nails. Well, she didn't let him finish the groom. He said, I'm almost done, ma'am, and then you proceeded to yell and, exactly. like, want the dog. I know. She's yelling at him and saying that he has to do the nails no, right I now. Would say and no. she's shoving this dog back into his arms while verbally abusing him. No. And I finally stepped in. I told her, ma'am, you aren't going to verbally abuse the groomers here in the salon. You don't want the groom finished, so take your dog and wait outside for management. You're making a lot of noise and causing unnecessary stress in our salon. Karen loses her shit even more and tell uh, tells Edwin he better do the nails no. or she's going to lose her mind. No. I turn to her and say... No, bitch. Oh, this is calm then? <laughs> she gets so pissed. Edwin starts to take the dog to do the nails. And I tell him to give the dog back without the nails done. And he just takes him anyway and says he just wants her to leave. Now, I mentioned before, Edwin is our idiot. We can talk mad shit and mess with him all we want. But God forbid someone else does something to him, especially when he did exactly what he was told. Well, Edwin attempts to dremel the nails on Teddy. And the dog starts freaking out yeah. before the dremel touches the nails. Obviously, screaming, flailing, trying to bite the Dremel, and then Karen makes a big fucking mistake. Huge. Yeah. Like, the dog is already stressed out because you're a psychopath. It's not, you could have just waited in the fucking car. Well, she came in barging, yelling, so of course her dog's going to be stressed. Yeah. So what was Karen's mistake? She's screaming... At Edwin, and he is trying to console the puppy, and Karen picks up a pen off our front desk and throws it at his oh, fucking head. This hell. bitch straight up physically no. assaulted him. This is the final straw for me. I had put my dog down and turned around so fast, I told her to get the hell out and take her damn dog with her. She obviously refused and said she wanted to speak with management, which we had still hadn't gotten to come back to the salon. I told her that she needed to leave or I was calling the police and reporting a verbal and physical assault. She then gave Teddy to her daughter and then she sat Wait, there her yelling child at me. Was there? I guess so. She sat there yelling at me, saying I was an idiot and Edwin was incompetent, blah 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 blah. Oh hell no. I hope she called the cops. I hope they filed charges. <sighs> I would just get fired and beat the shit out of this woman. I swear to God. Nah, you know what? I am all about it because people right now I'm loving it, are turning people in like this. They're calling the cops, and, like, these people are getting arrested. Raisin, you're fucking great. It is fucking great. She needs to be arrested. Yeah, for sure. And charged with assault. <sighs> Finally, the only manager on duty walks in. She's not terribly bright and definitely not great oh at de-escalating God. a very heated situation. She walks in and asks what's going on, and, of course, Karen starts in on her. Karen is screaming about how Edwin ruined her dog and that he looks nothing like the picture she showed us. And no he fucking looks, shit. And that he looks like a poodle and <laughs> that Teddy is a designer multi-poo. Mmm. Mmm. The manager then looks confused by the term multi-poo and Karen is appalled. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, 
like, what is a multi? Like, even the manager was like, you are, you've got to be kidding me. Karen. Fucking doodle owner. Right? So here's the conversation. Karen, do you know what a multi-poo is? Do you even know what a multi-poo is? Have you ever heard of them? Manager little, literally dumbfounded me. I said it's an excuse for a poodle for somebody who can't afford a real one. Ha! <laughs> uh, that is amazing. Karen, do you want to take this outside? We will go out to the parking lot if you want to keep running your mouth. Did she just threaten? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Me. You do not want to leave the comforts of this store, lady. Trust me. I've been calm in here. The smock is the only thing holding me back. Management finally gets Karen to leave the salon, and literally the entire grooming staff is in unison, laughed and applauded. Karen, of course, got the groom free and was blacklisted. I got a stern talking to, but not written, uh, not right up, and Edwin didn't get in trouble either. My co-workers still to this day won't let me live down my total met- meltdown, lol. Sometimes you just have to stop rolling over and tell them to cash me outside. How about that? Exactly. Thank you for listening, and keep up the great work, Megan. Exactly. I don't think you overstepped your bounds. No. Like, I would have... I, I feel really bad for that guy, Edwin. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't have taken that dog back. If she was going to have that big of a hissy fit, no, 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 she no. needs to just go. She needs to go. No, we're not doing that today. No, 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 no. We're done. Like, bye. we're done. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking to you further. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm done with you. She obviously wanted to scrap. What the fuck? Do you know what a multi-poo is? I would have slapped the shit out of her. Yeah, it's a mutt. It's a That mutt. was good. That it's was a poor good. excuse for a pool because you can't afford a real one. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Anyway. That was a beautiful story. Yeah, that was great. That was... I'm, like, loving that, like, people are standing up now. Like, and not even just in our industry, but, like, other... Just as a whole, as a society as a whole, we're standing up to... The Karens and the Chads and the Brads. It's fucking great. Um, So we do have other stories, but we're running a little tight on time. So we will read some of them next time. Next episode. Um, Excuse me. So uh, we are out till next time. Send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com. Or if you go onto our Facebook page to our website link, you can send your stories there. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Shit on the Table. You can tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Um, yeah, we love you. Thank you so much. Like, yeah, welcome. All right, peace. Bye. Welcome is like, hello. I know. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>